change these times into your advantages, into your gifts, and find a new stable ground to stand. And utilize this time, just this pause to think about it and realign your education so that when the time comes, the right time comes, you can take that sprint you can run into action and make that action possible. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by ecospace.com. Now here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam A. Adams. And today I'm with Math V. Nope. Today I'm with Math V. You know, I used to say Madavi. Mod <laughs> Madavi. Because it was pronounced that way. So let's start there. Let's start on the exact pronunciation of your name. Thank you so much, Adam, first of all, for welcoming on this podcast and asking me that question because a lot of people have trouble saying my name. And I'm going to give you a small trick. If you like the subject math, take the subject math and the letter V and just put it together and pronounce it as math V together. And that's my name. Okay. Math the subject v the letter first letter in valentine so so yeah. we're we're not going to say madhavi it's <laughs> mathvi yes and i love to say that my name that way because i number 1 i love numbers i have math background and i love numbers and data the numbers don't lie uh, I love that about that, and that's what my approach is also based on. So I like the way uh, I say this name. Good. Well, one thing for the listeners that we we're going to get into today is we're going to talk with Mathy, and we're going to share her story and talk a little bit about her corporate background, where she came from, how she got into what she's doing now. She currently owns a few single family rentals as well as uh, an Airbnb that, um, that I can't wait to talk to you a little bit more about that Airbnb because I know as the day that we're recording this, a lot of people are saying that Airbnb is kind of crazy with um, coronavirus. That's yeah. uh, what's happening around the time we're recording this. And uh, the last thing is she's also passively invested as a limited partner in about 550 apartment units over the last little while. So it's going to be fun getting into, you know, how she left, why she left the corporate. And I promise you're going to want to hear this because it's something you've never heard before. I can guarantee you that. And then we're going to talk about why she got into the single families, how the Airbnb happened and what she's doing with multifamily now. So Matthew, Let's get into it and uh, tell us a little bit of that background so we can start understanding exactly where you're coming from and uh, help inspire us to do the same. Absolutely, Adam. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, so I come from a very strong IT background. I worked for top five uh, consulting mostly uh, about 16, 17 years in co corporate and mostly with uh, Deloitte uh, Consulting in project management. And uh, enjoying my career, having you know, a good time, and my health kind of hit tangently to my career, uh, something that I've been actually struggling with for 12 years. And five years back, actually, I had to take a screeching stop to my corporate career. So a lot of people in real estate, they actually start making their partial income and slowly leave their job. But for me, 
it happened in a reverse way. I had to stop working, Adam. I had to completely stop working. And then that, I used that motivation to take me where I am today. Okay, so tell us a little bit more about the health issues that you faced and um, why you feel like it was a blessing. Yeah, uh, Adam, that's very important, that counting it as a blessing. Blessing is something that changes your life for better forever. And this is the blessing that I have. And we, uh, you know, when we are talking about my health, I'm just going to give you a little bit background. And typically, I'm very personal about it. And uh, Adam, we have met before. Uh, I've, you have never known about this, right? And not most of the people know about it. They look at me, everything seems to be normal, but inside there is a constant war between me, my health, and my body. Um, and I laugh about it because if you can't cry about it, you just have to laugh about it. You have to remember that. So I have a condition called fibromyalgia. And um, what that condition is, it's, it's a constant chronic pain, 24-7, all the time, everywhere in my body. So if you see a muscle in my body that constantly hurts chronically, that's, that's my biggest why, why I had to stop working and why I had to turn to this field for an alternate investment option. Okay, got it, got it. So take us back to the day that you were quitting your job. What was going through your mind at that, that day? A lot of things, right, Adam? I mean, first of all, I was glad that I was taking that step because I seven years for seven years I struggled. I struggled a lot with that, you know, having a constant pain, and it almost uh, started during my pregnancy. So my uh, second one was younger. So just doing all the, you know, uh, being a mom, being uh, you know, working in project management full time, that was too much. So I was glad to do that. But then the next question is, where do I take it from here? Right. And with my daughter, uh, she's 16 now. She's, you know, with, with her college education just around the corner, I had to do something. I had to have something that could give me that, you know, passive income that could give me something that I could do from being at home and being my limited um, mobility. And, and, and I'm telling you, Adam, I mean, I can relate to a lot with what's going on currently because. My, I am ab absolutely homebound since uh, 2015, you know, it's um, 90, 95% of the time I stay home. I mean, you see me out there in the conferences, just one of those few times. Uh, so I had to look for that something. And I know that I knew that real estate is, is the way to go because I mean, we know the truth, right, Adam, uh, we, real estate has been, uh, on people's minds since ages. I mean, kings and queens did that. They expanded their kingdom. They went for land. They did uh, live off the passive income from their lands. They even go for went for a war uh, for the real estate. So I knew that real estate is the starting point. And that's when I started looking at and using my time uh, to educate myself and learn into the real estate. Awesome. Awesome. So during the pre-interview, we talked about um, kryptonite a little bit. And yeah. just because um, one of the things that I ask all of all of my guests, I always try to find out, you know, what's your superpower? What do you do that's outside the box? What do you do that other people aren't doing? Or what is it about what you're doing that makes you successful? 
And I thought it was really interesting when I asked you what your superpower was. And I thought maybe could you share that with the listener right now? Of course, of course. Thank you. Uh, so when it comes to superpower, and by the way, the first uh, you know uh, superhero I, I knew was Superman, right? And we watched, we all watched his movie, and we saw that you know him wearing that kryptonite necklace, and when he wears that, and he starts feeling weak, and his uh, you know energy, his power just kind of uh, start going down. So my health was like that for me, right? My health, the burden of my health to even take a single step, I have to motivate, motivate myself, Adam. I mean, that pain is so constant, I cannot even walk for five minutes or stand for five minutes. So when we are socializing and we are standing, I cannot even do that. It's chronically hurting me all, this, all the time. So that's my kryptonite. And I, I am, uh, you know, with, with my company name is Think Outside the Stocks. And what it is, is, you know, I'm constantly thinking differently. I'm constantly finding ways to think differently, looking at the same thing with a little bit different perspective. And I'm thinking in my mind, what if I might take my kryptonite and take my, make it my superpower? And that's exactly what I did. My biggest why, my health, I took that as my superpower. And I, I was, you know, defiantly committed to my outcome that I want to go from this point. I had that end goal in mind that I have to start making that replacement income. I have to, you know, be financially free. So I'm not living, you know, with, with these choices of leaving my corporate career. And that's what I did. I took that kryptonite. I made that weakness. It's all in the mindset, right? I took that weakness and made it my superpower. Yeah, love that. Thank you for going into it. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about. Um, you mentioned how your daughter, who's sixteen now, um, you know, you knew that you were going to be having to, you were going to have to pay for college, and she's almost there. Um, yeah. And so, I guess what I want to what I want to talk about is is passive income. So, just talking about. It sounds like that's the main thing that your goal is because with fiber, fibromyalgia, um, you know, and not being, not making it easy for you to, to, you know, have manual labor and, you know, go lay the carpet all on your own or whatever, you kind of need to be able to be at the house and still be able to collect those checks. So I just want to go into your, uh, the progression that you had from, you know, your first single family house uh, through um, through that first syndication investment that you did. Definitely. So the first, uh, actually, my investment was uh, Airbnb. And it, it's a very small unit. And, you know, I just, uh, uh, when we, we purchased it, and I converted into Airbnb. I had no background, no history about what how to do the Airbnb, but I converted into that. And again, uh, you know, that's not something that I can maintain. I mean, they, you know, all the, the turnaround. So my husband had to maintain it. Uh, so when he maintains it and he has his full-time career, I didn't want it to go like, you know, that he has to be there every four days or five days. So we just did it as a monthly rental. And when you uh, sometime back ask me about that question on how that Airbnb is doing, well, right now, because it's on a month-to-month rental, it's a, it's a lot, it's not like really technically short-term rental. So it's rented out for another couple of months. So I did not see any vacancy. I did not see any impact on that Airbnb. So I was, you know, very glad that 
it because of what my situation was, it turned out to be like that. And even yeah. in this market, it's actually sustaining really well. That's interesting. So your first, the first investment you did was a Airbnb or? Yes, that's oh, the okay. Airbnb. And then, uh, and then you, you know, bought three other houses after yes. that? Yes. The, so, so what happened is, right, when it comes to real estate investment, there is just plethora of opportunities out there, Adam Adams. And uh, it's, uh, if you look it up, uh, you know, search on Google, the term real estate investments, there are 2.1 billion results, Adam. There are 2.1 billion results that come in. So to weed through and what exactly you want to do, narrow down to it, it's really a tough time. And that's why you need some guidance. When I went and, you know, tried to seek for that guidance, there are so many of those baits of the real estate gurus that, hey, come for a free seminar or come for a $100 seminar and uh, they will sell you, you know, $5,000, $20,000, dollars value seminars, which will add no value. So it is very important to seek for, you know, the mentors, the coaches that could give you that specific information. And I did not have that. So I started doing the single family and I wish I had known about multifamily before when I found out about it, I was like, wow, why did I not know about this? I mean, it's such a scalable. I mean, you don't have to worry about your tenants, toilets and trash, you know, your vacancy, uh, your you know, payments, market pay- mortgage payments, etc. So even though I, you know, have single family rentals, Adam, I would say that, you know, finding multifamily was the biggest discovery in my real estate journey. Okay. So what year was it that you found the first uh, investment that you did? How many, how many units was that first uh, passive investment? So the uh, first uh, what year passive was investment, that? actually it's in Austin and it's okay. uh, about uh, uh, 320 units. Uh, that's, uh, and it's actually a very good investment. It's affordable housing component to it. It's close to downtown, very close to a railway station. Uh, so that was the first one. Uh, then I had, uh, actually, I invested with one of the uh, investment I did with Neil Bawa, and we all know him. He's, he's the mad scientist of multifamily, and he's my, you know, he's one of my mentors who, who I went to and uh, did his boot camp to understand the, this whole syndication journey on actually how to be the syndicators. And, and he absolutely does phenomenal job in giving out all that information. So not just I wanted to stay passive but because I like the numbers, I like the method behind it. I went ahead and you know took that education so I could start helping people do what I am doing and how I am passively earning this. And that's when you know, I started with Think Outside the Stocks. Awesome. Okay. And so the first one that you did was a student housing, uh, 300 something beds in all, um, all of them Austin. No, no, no student housing. That was, Oh, forget what, what, how, how did I make that mistake? What <laughs> was okay. the first one? What was the 300 unit? That was the multi, all of them are multifamily. So mm-hmm. the first one is in Austin. The second one was with Neil Bawa. That's in St. George, Utah. And okay. uh, it's very interesting because he also has tied up Airbnb component to it. Some of the units will be Airbnb and some of will be traditional multifamily. And the third one is in Dallas in uh, one of the really good school district. 
uh, it's actually uh, 10 school district 10 and you know the median income around it is about 90,000 so so I believe even in this downturn they're going to sustain their jobs and you know they're they're going to going to do good uh, I believe in that so that's those are my investments in multifamily let me ask you the same question uh, specifically. Tell me more about that 300 unit, the first one, so I can understand why I thought that it was student housing. <laughs> no worries. It was affordable housing. Oh, okay. So it has the affordable com- housing component to it. And what it helps in a way is, uh, number one, the city gave them uh, that land, uh, 20 million land, and that they're not supposed to give back to city because they have that affordable housing component to it and number two they will not be paying property taxes when they're you know they're developed and they're renting so i think Hmm. with that it brings more returns on of that investment Uh, so even if it is a little bit on the expensive side for austin it's it is expensive right but because of the affordable housing their lease up is going to be much shorter and the return to investments are going to be much better Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, tell me this. What's next for you? Uh, well, I, uh, you know, this is, this is the time where, you know, I want to start helping people what I'm doing, right? So I'm starting to help people. It's, uh, it's very important to see, uh, Adam, that, you know, what struggles I went through and what things I found out, right? I could have just stayed there. I could have just stayed there and thought that, okay, I changed my strategy. I'm going to take this, apply the strategy to myself and my family and, you know, uh, fulfill my family commitments. But it made me restless. It made me absolutely restless because I still see people around me, you know, in IT or non-IT or just busy professionals around me still struggling to manage that work, life, family health balance. I mean, everybody has their own kryptonite in a way, right? I have my kryptonite, which is health. They have something else that's going on. But everybody that I meet, that they say that, you know, I wish I did not have to work. I wish I would do something differently. And that's the thing I want to impact the most. You know, I, I love the book, Go Giver. Uh, you know, what is the value that you can bring to massive amount of people? And that's exactly what I want to help people with what I have found, you know, just mentor them doing what I am doing and change their life so they can move towards the financial freedom and live the life of their choices, you know, their passion and purpose. And that's why I started Think Outside the Stocks. It's essentially uh, education based on, you know, tangible data-driven parameter, just right enough for passive investors to come in, educate themselves, analyze the deals and invest in them confidently instead of just the gut feeling that, oh, is this investment good? Just give them that tangible investment parameters. And it's very important that my struggles, I translate into for them, you know, something that's easy for them to to start doing. And I often actually think about the toy gears. Have you seen the the toy gears Uh, when kids, you know, create that, that maze of gears and they put that handle and then they start rotating and just yeah. start creating that, that flow. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I essentially, I feel that when it comes to the investment strategy to kind of realign that investment strategy, 
each of the piece is a different gear. You have to pay attention to that. So first of all, focus on narrowing it down. Out of all the different investment opportunities, the first gear is focusing it, narrowing it down to say multifamily. Then you look at the syndication. So what is the, that you need to know about the syndication? Then educate you, yourself in terms of that terminologies and things. And then even though you learn all that education, it's, it's still hard to find the investments to invest in. So then I do the strategic partnership with good quality syndicators to bring these deals to them. So that's another piece of gear. So once you have that investment, you can look at it and apply your education that I have provided on my platform to, to analyze that investment, see if that is right for you. And once you invest, that's really it, right? The passive investment, the beauty of it is that once you invest, you're utilizing the syndicator experience. You're utilizing their expertise. They are managing it and you are getting your returns, either, you know, uh, the distributions or the upside at the end. So it's literally you put that hook in there and you start rotating and like an ecosystem, you have your passive investments working for them. So that's how I want to bring this to people. Awesome. All right. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about how this pertains to what's going on in the, in the world today with all this confusion, the commotion, the infections, and uh, how what you're doing for other people, for past investors, relates to them. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Adam Adams, and I want to take a second to say thank you to one of our sponsors. Now, if you've tried to earn a full-time income flipping houses the traditional way, you know it takes a lot of money. Putting 10 or 20% down on each house adds up fast. Plus, you could lose hundreds of thousands of dollars if you get caught holding a few houses when the market crashes. Well, what if I told you that there was a better way to flip houses? A way that didn't require much upfront capital, a way that made it easy to find more fix and flip deals than you could even handle, and best of all, a way that insulated you from losing all your money in a market crash. Well, I'm here to tell you that there is a simple way to quit your job and flip houses full-time. It's called Fix and List Deal. Eric Young used the strategy to quit his job, double his income, and become a self-made house flipper in less than a year. Eric's a real estate investor located in Denver, and he's perfected the fix and list strategy over the last four years, and he's got a free giveaway. Learn how you can implement the fix and list strategy by watching Eric's free video lessons at fixandlistsecrets.com. It may just change your life. And we're back with Math V who is going to share a little bit more. She she works with and owns and is the founder of Think Outside the Stocks. And we've been talking about her progression. We've been talking about how she went from single family, you know, Airbnb and those other houses to starting to invest in actually um, larger apartments. The first one was over 300 units. So she's got over 550 units. And uh, right now we're going to talk a little bit about how her company, Think Outside the Stocks, how this type of thought process, thinking outside of the stocks, can, can be beneficial for you, the listener. And so I just wanted to go into a little bit of current events with you, and I'm just going to turn it over to Matthew right now. Thank you, Adam. Thank you again. Uh, so uh, these are the interesting times that we are seeing right now, Adam, right? Uh, we have uh, this whole health care of the pandemic that's going on. So everybody's scared to go out 
and socialize and pretty much staying uh, 90% or more housebound. And number two, we have seen this humongous impact to our finances, right? About 3.6 trillion was lost over, over a week in the stock market. So I just wanted to, you know, take that pointer back and, you know, relate to how I fought this. Five years back, I was, you know, when I stopped working, I was absolutely in the same same stage relatively, right? So I was homebound. You know, I we were not even traveling because I just couldn't walk. I just couldn't go outside uh, with that limitation. So again, thinking differently, we just have to start it's changing that mindset, right? And, you know, as, as Tony Robbins says that, you know, focus goes, energy flows, right? So we really have to start taking this adversity and turn into our, our advantages. We have to look at, are we going to focus on fear or are we going to focus on faith, right? And that's what I focused on. I focused on faith and I expanded that. And I used this time. The second thing I did was I used this time to educate myself, to to bring myself to that real estate level where I can start investing passively. So I use this time very, very wisely. So I think right now we are sitting in this time where it's like a bow and arrow. You know, our, our bow is, is uh, our arrow is stretched so far back that it almost feeling that we, you know, we are going back. But with this, what is going to give us is that speed and that precision. And that's what we have to u- utilize this time for. So set your mindset, people, to doing right things. Even if, if this is a restriction, just take that ad- adversity. And you like Opera Winfrey says that change these times into your advantages, into your gifts, and find a new stable ground to stand. And utilize this time, just this pause to think about it, and realign your education so that when the time comes, the right time comes, you can take that sprint, you can run into action and make that action possible. I like that analogy a lot. Yeah. Matthew, what, Matthew, what is a, uh, what's a book that you recommend? I would definitely uh, recommend uh, The Miracle Mind, uh, uh, you know, the, the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Oh, good. Uh, it's, a, it's a book that, you know, it changes your mindset so rapidly. It has that savor routine, which is uh, which gives you a power start in the morning. If you start your morning with an intention, just the three things, you know, with an intention, it changes the whole day. And right now, more than ever, we need to start our mornings with that intention that what are the three things that I'm going to do right this day? So I would highly recommend that. And my personal favorite, I, as I was sometimes saying back, is uh, Go Giver, which impacts that, you know, which asks you to add that massive amount of value to massive amount of people. And that's what I go by. I, I would love to do. I'd love to share that books. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I try to focus on the Go Giver mindset uh, every day. And, and what's funny is so... Hal and I had dinner a few months ago Uh and we were talking about, I was actually telling him I'm not a morning person um, and that stuff works for, for him and, and for some other people. And he, anyways, he challenged me to read the book. And so um, I picked up Hal's book back in about a month ago, only about a month ago. And I finally read the miracle morning for entrepreneurs 
Oh, nice. I read it three times and I sent a text oh. message to Hal and I was like, holy cow, like this is gold. This stuff is gold. So, Absolutely. Uh, well, I, I mean, a shout out to you, Adam, that you are doing such a phenomenal job in changing so many people's lives and adding value. And you're creating, you know, this East Messenger, which actually go out and then they have that more impact and spreading that, you know, that what, what you have started. So, so hats off to you. And, you know, this is the time that people like you and me have to, you know, mentor and bring this uh, change, change of mindset to people like, you know, our coach Trevor McGregor, McGregor also does to change that mindset and start, start that small impact, uh, like that domino effect, which by the way, is the name of the business of my daughter uh, both of my kids are entrepreneurs. So, so that dominant effect, you know, it's our responsibility to start that right now. And you are doing a phenomenal job at it. I really appreciate that. You're being too kind on my own show. <laughs> no, I truly, I truly agree with that. Thank you. Mathy, how do you give back? Well, there's uh, multiple ways, uh, you know, uh, there's always that time when, you know, when the disaster struck and we call kind of think about uh, how we can give in that time, especially right now, when we have small businesses impacted, we have people, you know, there are homeless people hungry. So we're looking into how we can give that. But there's one, um, one is very close to me and my uh, husband, uh, my, uh, my late father-in-law was, you know, the, he had eyesight problem towards the end of his life and uh, he was uh, kind of blind uh, so uh, we participate in providing that uh, gift of eye the gift of eyesight the surgeries a lot uh, the education is very important for us for you know when it comes to us you know kids and especially women because i believe that you change a woman you change the entire household so so there are multiple ways that uh, you know we keep on finding different opportunities to give back that's so cool. I really appreciate you spending time with us. I know that your your story of um, you know going through fibromyalgia, quitting your job years ago, and and kind of where you are today. It, it's something that you don't share every day. It's not something that even some of your friends might not even know. So it's really impactful and I'm grateful that you took the time to open up and share with us your journey uh, from, you know, where you started there in IT um, and being an, a professional and kind of pulling out in the process that you went through is something that I will always remember this conversation. I'm just so grateful that you opened up to us, even though I, I know it's not easy to always do that. So thank you. Um, what's the best way for the listener to find you or get a hold of you? Uh, I have the website, Think Outside the Stocks. Very easy to remember. So thinkoutsidethestocks.com. If you want to reach me, it's madhvi, M-A-D-H-A-V-I, at thinkoutsidethestocks.com. So that's the easiest way. Uh, to reach me. And just going back on what you said, Adam, I'm just going to say one thing, that it is a very personal uh, story. It's a very personal uh, thing that I struggle with. And I don't uh, share much because I don't like that pity feeling. But, you know, our, uh, Trevor, my coach, he's just pointed out that, you know, if this is going to be changing uh, people's mindset and they can get uh, inspired by that, I think it's worth it. So, 
if today by listening to my struggles and where I have, I'm going and I've uh, reached, if that inspires only one person, I made it. That's totally worth it. So thank you for giving that opportunity to share that story on your show. Thank you. Well, I already know that that happened because it made an impact on me. So oh, thank you, you so much. You I'm so going to let you go, my friend. But until next time, think outside the box. This is Jason J. Lou Lewis, co-host of the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I want to say it's an absolute honor to have you as a listener, and we thank you for tuning in today. We also want to thank our sponsor, FixAndListSecrets.com. They have that great free video lesson, and in that video lesson, you will learn to never struggle to find or fund your next fix and flip deal again. Learn how to flip houses without ever taking out a mortgage or a hard money loan. You can now flip houses full-time and not have the risk of losing money in a real estate market crash. There's a simple way to flip houses full-time, and this is it. Visit FixAndListSecrets.com. See you on our next episode.